The Journey Hometown Journal. That same person was ready to listen to them, love on them, pray with them, encourage them, and then figure out what they need physically. Welcome to the Hometown Journal podcast. I'm Mark Edwards, and we're going to be highlighting the work of the Agape Center as we talk with the executive directors of the centers in Monita and Lynchburg. Agape's ministry includes a food pantry, providing clothing, and at the heart of the outreach is a mentoring program for clients. Sue Lipscomb is the executive director of the Smith Mountain Lake Monita Center, and Tabitha North is the director of the center in Lynchburg. Thank you both for joining us and being with us. Thank you for having us. Tabitha, I'll start with you. Tell me a little bit about your background and how that led you to working with Agape. Well, it started um, of God just working in my family, being believers, following the Lord, and just reading the scriptures of how God calls us out into serving our communities and um, loving on people with with physical needs and spiritual needs. And so um, as a family, God led us to opening up my basement and taking in certain items for people in need in, in Lynchburg. And it continued to get bigger and bigger. And so God then started pressing on my heart to um, branch out and see maybe what other options, what other doors are open. And he led me to the Agape Center in Manita. And that's a very long story short with lots of prayer. It was about six years of of being in my home of doing this. And what we would do would take physical items to people in need, Uh, worked alongside Miriam's house and Salvation Army and Lighthouse in Lynchburg. And I would find the needs of people who would just been put into their home and take tangible items to them that they were needing, beds, um, lamps, plates, cups, things kind of like that. Um, and so it had gotten to be from where the need was so great, I couldn't do it out of my home anymore. So went to Manita, um, had a tour with Sue Lipscomb, and the rest is history. I know she's got a, a different story to how that event happened that day, but sitting in her office and getting the tour of what is happening in Manita, and it was the direction that God was taking us. One of the things that I loved about doing it in Lynchburg out of my basement was we got to go to their homes, and you started building those relationships, but those relationships ended. And I had seen God pulling me to, you know, how do you further that? How do you keep that relationship and that discipleship going? And that was what Manita was doing so well, is they were taking care of the physical needs of people with everything, food, clothing, household, toiletries, and but they were also, it was the mentorship that I was really drawn to. It was that discipleship and the people in their community coming to them instead of us going to their homes, but it was them continuously. They were taking the step to come to Agape, to get mentored, to hear about the gospel. And so that was where my heart was just spurred. And, and that day, Sue said, you want to do it? And the rest is history. Well, Sue Tabitha talks about that day that she met you and, and was at the facility there in Monita. What about you? Tell us a little bit about your story and, and how you came to work with Agape. Oh, my goodness. That goes back a long ways. We started Agape in 2004 at Radford Baptist Church in Monita, And two young mothers uh, had the vision, the dream to have a, a facility where not only they could get food and clothing, but that they could be prayed for. They didn't know what that would look like. And, <laughs> and they moved them to a, a little center 
And uh, I should say, like you, the rest is history, but there's a lot of history in there. And uh, we began a program called our mentor program, which became the main thing. Every single family that would come through the door would be assigned to their own personal mentor, not somebody different every time where they had to start their story over, but that same person was ready to listen to them, love on them, pray with them, encourage them, and then figure out what they need physically. You know, how can we help? How can we get you what you need? Uh, Whether it's stuff or maybe an electric bill or food or whatever it might be. So it began then, and uh, in a short time, we outgrew that facility and bought this uh, 20,000 square foot building now in Manita, where uh, we have, uh, oh, about 900 families a month coming, which averages out to about 2,700 individuals that we are feeding and uh, not only physically feeding, but spiritually, because it's not optional for them to just come and get food and leave. Every single family goes through the mentoring process once they get there. And then, of course, they can go shopping in our boutique, which is a lovely store where they can find their clothing and all kinds of things. But they can ask also to their mentor for everything from electronics to baseball bats, whatever. We have a beautiful gift shop. If they have a birthday, they get to go in and pick out one of the baskets that our ladies have put together for birthdays. And then at Christmas time, it's like Santa's workshop where there is something for everybody. And I often say when I'm giving tours, a lot of that's not really necessary for their immediate needs to survive. But when we're telling them how much God loves them in the mentoring program, we want to follow up with a punch. You know, we want to go that extra mile for you. We not only want to give you a pair of shoes and a coat to wear and bread and oranges to eat, we want to give you something special that has a gospel track in it that says God loves you this much. So do both centers provide the same services? The mentorship, like Sue said, that's our number one um, across the board for Agape. And another thing for Agape is our our food pantries. Um, Food is the biggest need. And as far as a physical item. So between those two, those are definitely main staples. But for us in Lynchburg, we are are much smaller than Manita. We have smaller um, amount of volunteers and a smaller building. Um, So we can only accompany certain things. Uh, We do the um, we have a food pantry and we do ours a little different than Manita. It's called client choice. So our, our clients get to shop for their food. Uh, then we have our boutique, kind of the same thing as, as Manita. You get to shop for your clothing. We also have the birthday baskets as well, which our clients absolutely love. It's They get a birthday basket when it's their birthday month and they look forward to it. We've even had clients be so disappointed because we had to close the doors um, and only give out food boxes during the first part of the pandemic and they didn't get their birthday baskets and they were devastated so our birthday basket lady is in overdrive it's something special 
they look forward to. We weren't going to do furniture in the beginning because we didn't have the space for it, but God gave us a warehouse. He told us we were. So we give out furniture as well, and we also do toiletry items like Manita and household. We are still dabbling in the Christmas store. We haven't decided whether to do that and what that looks like, but we do look a little different on certain things just because it's a different scale in size and volunteers. And um, Agape Lynchburg has only been our doors have only been open for a year we opened the doors march 2019 and so march 2020 this year was our was our one year anniversary which was right at the beginning of covid god really with what he started in manita is blessing the same thing in lynchburg and what i love about when when um sue talks is you know she really does put the emphasis on the mentoring it's the gospel This is the Hometown Journal, and we are sharing with you some of the work the Agape Center is doing in our community. When we continue, we'll hear more of how the centers in Monita, Smith Mountain Lake, and Lynchburg are serving the area. You can find out more about the Agape Centers at agapelyh.org and agapecentersml.org. Missed any of the latest morning journey? I got some good news for you, okay? Now you never have to miss your favorite morning show. Just download the My Journey FM podcast. Available on iTunes and on Spotify. All you have to do is search My Journey FM. Updated every Friday. It's the best of the morning journey with Kenny and Brittany. We've got the podcast available anytime, anywhere. Check out the My Journey FM podcast today. Welcome back to the Hometown Journal Podcast. I'm Mark Edwards. We are sharing with you the work of the Agape Center, specifically the two locations in Lynchburg and Monita. My guests are Sue Lipscomb, the Executive Director of the Monita Center, and Tabitha North of the Lynchburg Center. Sue, how do people make the contact with the Agape Centers, whether they're in need of clothing or food? How do you initially connect with the clients? Well, I think basically it's word of mouth. Uh, We really have literally not advertised it anywhere. We have 18 member churches, and we like to to work directly with them of getting our clients into a church. You know, we're not a church, but at the same time, that church is sharing with their congregation who we are and what we're about. That's where we pull our volunteers we have over 400 active volunteers at, at Agape and Manita. So we, we rely on those member churches. And uh, so we, in fact, in our, our foyer, we have a big TV screen up on the wall where it's uh, cycling all the time. The member churches that we have, their programs, what's there, you know. And, and when a client uh, says, well, you know, that's right close to my house. You know, we give them more information on that. Uh, so it's important. We can take it, we, you know, we can lead them to the Lord and, and uh, love on them every time they come in. But they need that, that church family around them to grow and to continue. So that is, that's very important. Tabitha, how has Agape been impacted by COVID-19? Are you seeing more people come to the centers needing some type of assistance, some type of help? Well, in the beginning of COVID, it was devastating for us because we had to actually shut the door. So a lot of our shopping experience was not something we could do. And also volunteers, they were scared. Um, So our volunteers even the numbers went down in that. But what we did do, I have an amazing team. I know Sue does too. We couldn't do it, but without them. 
But um, my co-director during COVID, she stepped up to the plate and she's also our pantry director. And so she took on that. We gave out food boxes during the pandemic. So our clients were still able to come and at least receive the food. Plus, we also added things, a, a letter of encouragement, scriptures in there. This is what she did as well. And just just some way. And also our mentors, the ones who um, were available to come out and be be there during the beginning of it, they also went up to the um, clients' cars mm-hmm. and prayed with them, asked them how they were doing, had those conversations. So it was kind of like drive-through mentoring. is what, what <laughs> And that was what the mentoring director had so between the pantry director, the mentoring director, they all just came together and said, "Okay, so things have changed, but how can we still keep the main yeah. thing the main thing?" Yeah. And so I love how our team just said, "Okay, this isn't going to stop us." But as far as COVID, it was from where uh, still a lot of of the people in our community received that supplement, um, or yes, that $600 a week, it did help them, which then took the pressure, I believe, off of a lot of the food pantries and the clothing closets because they had that. But what I have started to see is because that stimulus has been taken away, it's the influx again. Mm -hmm. So during the stimulus, it was helpful, took the pressure off. Um, But what I did see in the process were people that didn't normally come to Agape, who maybe lost jobs. They were, you know, they were pretty stable in life. And then COVID happened. And then both the husband and the wife lost the job. They were coming. So it was a different dynamic of clients. So we saw a, a lot of change in just who we were serving. And actually, we stepped it up. Our food bank in here, we have the Blue Ridge Area Food Bank. They allowed us to give out two food boxes in a month. They normally only allow you to do it once. Mm -hmm. And so they even said, okay, this is what we're going to do for you guys because food was a very – was a scarcity for a lot of families Mm -hmm. that did, you know, need more than $600 a month. And so, so we did see a change. But because that stimulus is taken away again, now we have actually doubled back in our needs. Is that similar Ditto. for the Monita operation? <laughs> Pretty much so. I, I must say, though, that the entire region has really blessed our food banks during this time. They are full and overflowing. Mm-hmm. So they're very generous with, with the charities who are giving out food. So we have an abundance mm-hmm. of produce yes. and all kinds of things. We have not experienced any shortage, no matter what the numbers are of the folks coming. And the families that have come through, and, and they did drop down, I think a lot of them were either afraid. And, and also the, the stimulus program, just they just didn't need it. And so they didn't come, but and we weren't having our mentor program in the beginning, uh, but now of course we're all, we're back to that. I'm just now, just yesterday, even seeing a real rise in numbers. So uh, whatever that means, we still have plenty of things to give them, and they the whole way through this, they were so appreciative. Yeah, just the fact that we were there mm-hmm. and willing to do this. I I can't tell you. Everybody says how can I hug you? And I says, well, just send it to me in the mail, you know, whatever. <laughs> but, uh, you know, with masks on and sanitizer everywhere, everybody was very much aware of the spacing and were, they were very careful, but God was present. And I love that. Both of you have commented on 
the mentoring program and that that really is the heartbeat of Mm -hmm. what Agape does. I want to hear from both of you, though, personally, what that means to you to be involved with a program that, yes, you're providing for physical needs, but there's more to it. You're really, truly getting to know a family or an individual and building that relationship. Well, it's a ministry. It's a ministry. And without the Lord Jesus Christ being uplifted, uh, I wouldn't be a part of any other ministry than that. You know, so it, it is very important. And the, the lives and the families that we have seen change over the years, you know, folks that have been coming, we'll have people that are, are coming there the rest of their lives because, you know, they're, they're older, they just have no other means of support. And now they, we're their family. Uh, but new folks coming in. Can I tell a real short story? Sure. A young mother came in in the old building one day, and she uh, asked for her mentor. She hadn't been there in a long time. I didn't even recognize her. And I said, well, she's, she's no longer working here. I have got to talk to her. I, I need to see her. I said, well, what's going on? She says, well, I've been in prison the last year or so, and when I was being mentored, I was probably stoned most of the time. I lost my two little girls. They took them away from me, and I ended up in prison. And I'm really making this short. There's a lot more to this story. But she said, one night in prison, I was so alone and so cold and so missing my girls. And the words of my mentor, even though she said at the time I didn't understand, but the words of my mentor came back to me. And I got down on the concrete floor in my cell and I gave my life to Jesus Christ because of those words. And she says, I made two promises to God that night on that floor that when I get out of here, the first thing I'm going to do is get my two little girls back. The second thing I'm going to do is go thank my mentor. And I'm here to thank my mentor. I says, will you please sit down at this table and write that all out for me? And I will hand deliver that to her because she's no longer here. And she did. And the tears, the whole time she's writing it, just running down her face because she was remembering the times that she was so bad while her mentor was being faithful to her. And it it saved her life. And that is just one of the many stories of lives that are being changed and impacted through the Agape Centers in Lynchburg and the Smith Mountain Lake Monita area. And again, if you would like to find out more about the centers, you can visit their website. That's agapelyh.org and then agapecentersml.org. When we come back, we'll talk about how you can be involved in helping the Agape Centers as a volunteer. Your favorite journey artists and songs all on your phone or mobile device. Good music. And while you're enjoying your music, you can spread the hope and encouragement and support the journey by tapping Give Now. Take the journey with you everywhere. Get the My Journey FM mobile app today in your app store. This is the Hometown Journal podcast, and we are talking about the great work the Agape Centers in Lynchburg and Smith Mountain Lake Monita are doing to help meet needs in the community. The Agape Centers are helping individuals in our community that are in need of food, clothing, other items, as well as mentoring for their personal lives. My guests this morning are Sue Lipscomb, the Executive Director of the Smith Mountain Lake Monita Center, and Tabitha North, the Executive Director of the Lynchburg Center. And Sue, what are some of the opportunities for people to volunteer with the centers? 
Wow. I thought you would never ask that question. <laughs> well, and it doesn't matter what part of the area you're in, because we now have one in the Vinton Roanoke area. Okay. We also are looking for a building. We have everything in place to go except the building in the New River Valley in the Christiansburg area there. Uh, but uh, in Manita, and I'm sure here in Lynchburg, if you want to know more about it, uh, go to our website, agapecentersml.org, and yours is agapelyh.org. You can get contact information. Come and take a tour. We'll sit down and talk with you. We'll see what really caught your eye at Agape. Uh, you can't just walk in and start mentoring. You've got to be there for a, a, a period of uh, one or two months working in other areas. We get to know you. You get to know us. And then you go through a training process to become a mentor. And then we will be delighted to, to have you be a part of our team and you become a part of our family. And it would be true in each of the Agape Centers. There's something to do for everybody, whether you're a truck driver or you're uh, somebody who likes to work in making baskets or sorting clothes or making things. There's something for everybody. I have actually 23 departments, mm. and I have a, a head of each department. In fact, we meet in the morning, the AECO, the Agape Executive Committee of Operation. If you're a leader, we'll find a department for you. So there's plenty to do, and it's, it's a well-run organization. And Tabitha, there's opportunities as well. You mentioned that so many churches are involved, but there's opportunities for churches to partner uh, continuously with Agape. Yes. Um, so Agape Manita, they have many more member churches than we do in Lynchburg, just because the word hasn't gotten out. But we are looking for our member churches to come alongside us to say we want to get our church involved in a local mission. And that's what I love about it is it's a local mission. And so many people in your congregation can be a part of this. Like I said, from young to older. Mm -hmm. And it could be if all you can, we at Lynchburg are looking for um, very faithful, consistent volunteers. And that helps us so much and so greatly to know that you're dependent upon. And um, we can put you in a certain place, um, even if it's for, you know, once a week, we have volunteers that come for four hours. That's all they can do. We're constantly growing. And we are, I know in Manita always needs volunteers, but definitely in Lynchburg, because there are so many needs. We are beginning at this with a year into it. And we already see so many needs that we're not able to provide. Uh, like, for instance, we only have one furniture leader, and he's only there on Fridays. So we can't give out furniture on Tuesdays. We also see a need for like for pickups or deliveries of furniture items because a lot of people in our community, like Sue was saying, they're older. They can't they don't have any means. They have no family, no help. And so it's just we can't provide that. So as far as member churches, um, who's out there who's listening to this? But we're a great opportunity if you want your church involved with local missions. There's just such a range of help for that. You'll go to that church, too, and talk with them, won't you? Yes. Um, yeah, we'll do that as well. What we've also seen is really helpful, like Sue just mentioned, um, going to your church and actually speaking um, in front of the congregation of who we are and what we do. We saw um, we have one of our member churches, Blue Ridge Community Church, 
did a whole entire service, a Sunday morning service. And they said, as a church, we are backing this mission. Mm -hmm. And so they also have their prayer team. They will call us and say, how can we physically, how can we pray for you specifically? I think it's amazing. That's a partnership of churches saying, what are you seeing in our community that we can tell our congregation? And Blue Ridge is a huge, pivotal member church for us because we say, okay, we are struggling and need toilet paper, which Passion Community was another one. They came with, during the pandemic, two truckloads full of toilet paper. It's amazing to be able to have that partnership of the local churches and saying, this is what we need. This is where we're seeing how your church can partner. Sue, as we wrap up, I'll come back to you. Share what it has meant to you personally to be involved with the Agape Center. Without crying, it, it, it has been life-changing uh, to daily uh, see God at work in so many ways. You know, this is way over and above anything that any person can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's only God. And to see lives changed, uh, needs met, even churches coming together. You know, where do you find 18 churches coming together in unity? We have volunteers from over 45 different churches. You know, we don't care what color your carpet is or, you know, if you meet on what, you know, what day of the week or what you do in your own church, as long as we're all on the same page with the gospel. That's what we're about. That's what we have seen happen there. When I come there and I feel that unity, as director, you would think that I would hear about all these different things going on back and forth, and this one said that. It's not there. There is, there is singing and joy, and even through the pandemic, God has been so present, and uh, my husband and I are both full-time there. My husband is 86 years old. And you'd think he was still 50 the way he's out there slinging that furniture and doing whatever he wants. We, it, it's, it's a joy to be there because it's his ministry and not ours. Well, that's just a little bit of the story of the Agape Centers in the Smith Mountain Lake Monita area and Lynchburg. If you would like to find out how you can volunteer with the centers or perhaps connect your church to the centers, their websites are agapelyh.org, that's for Lynchburg, and then agapecentersml.org. I'm Mark Edwards. Again, my thanks to our guest today, Sue Lipscomb, the Executive Director of the Smith Mountain Lake Monita Center, and Tabitha North, the Executive Director of the Lynchburg Center. And thank you for joining us this week for the Hometown Journal.